This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Haney. McUltra. Vinny and Haney. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Victory Monday. Ravens now 10-3 on the year, 37-31 in overtime over the L.A. Rams. Very, very entertaining game for sure. A lot closer than I'm sure a lot of people thought it would be. Tylen Wallace, 76-yard punt return for the KO Punch. Here to talk about that. Look ahead a little bit to Jacksonville. The Jags struggling here. Losers of two in a row, including yesterday at Cleveland to Joe Flacco and the Browns. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. Shake it up. Sports here on 105.7 The Fan. Let's welcome in Cordell Woodland. Cordell, good morning. What is up? What's up, fellas? All right. Uh, so you're at the game yesterday, right? Yep. Wallace is making his busting his move up the sidelines. What was that? Uh, what was that crescendo like as you saw him running in, and then the uh, the teammates just mobbing him in the corner of the end zone there? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the return almost felt like it was happening in slow motion um, because it was so many different sequences from the minute that he catches the punt to him actually getting into the end zone. I mean, you can make the argument he probably should have been tackled three to four different times on the play. Um, but you really got to see, A, some incredible balance by him to keep his foot in, to stay upright. Uh, also some strength to break out of a couple of tackles and just the awareness to keep his feet in bounds. So many times on plays like that, you'll see a guy barely step out of bounds uh, being that close to the sideline. But Wallace, man, he he really, you know, got his one shot and and truly didn't blow it. And he talked about just how, you know, in the press conference about how, you know, him staying up uh, after stumbling a couple of times and breaking the tackles, just how he really wanted that to be his moment. And and credit to him, he, he definitely made it his. Cordell, how did things change for the Ravens in the secondary after Kyle Hamilton went out of the game? Well, you got to see pretty much Arthur Millette be the guy. Um, in the nickel, and I mean that that that's a tough assignment because uh, Puka Nakua is lining up in the nickel. I mean, in, in the slot at times, Cooper Cup's lining up in the slot. I mean, both of those guys are a handful, and they showed it yesterday. I, I I talked about it really leading up into that game. I didn't think that the Ravens had played a team with that type of uh, offensive personnel and the way that they used that personnel uh, in the Rams. I don't think they had faced a challenge like that all year. 
Um, so it was good to see them get that challenge and then still find a way to come out on top at the end. But, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough matchup. Kyle Hamilton does so many things for this team. He's so good at tackling in space. He's so good at covering these wide receivers down the field. Him not being out there, it, it changed everything for the team, and it put a lot of things – it added stuff to everybody's plate that's on the field. So, um, look, it, it, they, I'm sure defensively – I know defensively it wasn't the game that they wanted – to have, um, but they were able to get the stops when they needed to, you know, to kind of uh, keep the guys in the game and credit to the special teams uh, for coming through in the end. Cordell, I would say that was probably the worst defensive performance they've had this year. I, I thought they were like step slow, step late. They got they got confused by the bunch stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought at least at the start of the game, they couldn't get off of blocks. It was. It was not. It wasn't what I, I. I expected them to come out flying intensity, and it was like total. It was almost like uh, they were still on on by. Yeah, I mean, in, in, the, in the pregame show, I had said that this defense all year they had been so good at asserting their will and their dominance and kind of dictating the pace of the game and. I was wrong about that yesterday. Yep. They didn't do that yesterday at all. I mean, the, and I think that's more so a credit to Sean McVay and the Rams. That's a tough offense to have to defend. I mean, they, they've got two wide receivers alone that could both be number one guys, and both of them gave the, the Ravens headaches yesterday. Demarcus Robinson gave them headaches yesterday. And I think, again, that's just a, a compliment to what Sean McVay does with that scheme. I don't think it's a coincidence that every week almost it feels like, you know, that – regardless of whether the Rams are going to win or not, you know you're going to have your hands full with that offense. They just put so much pressure on opposing defenses with their alignment. You mentioned that bunch and then the motions out of the bunch. And it's just, it's just so much you have to account for. And they force defenses to communicate properly. And if you're not going to, they're going to expose you on the back end. And that on top of their talent, I just think, you know, I felt going into the game that this would be the game that they're really tested. And it's a good test for them because they'll be facing teams like the Dolphins and the Niners who run a similar type of scheme. Um, so I'm sure they'll be looking at that film very closely closely from this Rams game. Uh, besides looking at the film, they'll probably be talking to each other, those guys. They're all great friends. Mm-hmm. Now, Cord- Cordell, who did you talk to in the locker room and kind of what was it like down in the locker room? Yeah, I mean, I talked to Arthur Millette, uh in the locker room, and he, he wasn't happy uh, about his performance um, or the t- the defensive performance. Um, just because, And he acknowledged, you know, that they hadn't faced an offense that had made them look like that to this point in the year. Um, but, you know, he definitely took pride in the fact that, A, they were able to win the game and able to win a, a game like that in December, understanding what the rest of their schedule will look like. These aren't None of these games, I think, coming up are going to be pretty for them. I, I think all of them are going to be a fight. Um, so there's going to be some back and forth. And I think, and I said this, I think when I was filling in for Bob, Vinny, you know, I think down the stretch uh, of the rest of the season, we're going to find out certain aspects about this Ravens team that we weren't able to find out in the first 12 games. We already got a taste of it yesterday. Can they play from behind? Can they win a game when the defense isn't at their best? Can they win that back-and-forth battle that you're going to go through in late December and January? And I thought yesterday was a, was a good showing for them to, to come together and still find a way to win, even when 
their best out of the ball isn't playing their best. You know what was kind of funny yesterday? <clears throat> Cordell was in the first half. They had 221 yards, but they only ran it eight times, and they were all chunk plays. You know, they had 17 points on chunk plays. It wasn't like there was any consistency at all. It was like, bam, you know, and, and then Odell was making spectacular couch, catches to help. Yeah, I mean, the offense definitely, uh, in the passing game, they had the benefit of some busted coverages. You saw Isaiah Likely streaking mm-hmm. wide open, waving his hands uh, like he's waving down a helicopter or something. I mean, he he was by himself. He had enough time to wait for the ball and then take it to the house. And the Beckham one, Beckham acknowledged in post game that he ran the wrong route. Right. And I think that's why, I think that was a part of the reason why he had to kind of wait for that ball because it looks like he's either about to run some sort of end-breaking route or a post, and he sees the way that the safety bikes down, so he goes behind a great savvy move uh, by him. But Lamar looks like he's gearing up to throw it to Beckham when he's breaking in, and I think when he realizes he's altering his route, he kind of pump fakes it and tries to get it out. And Lamar acknowledged on some of those deep balls he got a little too excited. Um, But either way, it's good to see them hit on some of those plays because they needed it because, honestly, other than the late-game drives, they didn't have many methodical drives in that game yesterday. They they really did rely on the big plays. I think where Mike McDonald's got to be a little disappointed, um, Cordell's like, you know, giving it up right at the end of the game. I mean, you can't do that. But they did stop him in overtime, which was right. which was a critical. That was like a little comeback. But, you know, I mean, you got the number one defense. You expect them, all right, we take it down, take the lead, then bam, they give it back up right away, and Marlon Humphrey struggled badly in that drive. Yeah, uh, two big plays going towards Marlon uh, on that drive. And he should have had the pick, too. Yeah, the the pick, I guess me personally, I'm not all up in arms about him dropping a pick the way I guess a lot of people are. I thought thought Demarcus Robinson did a really good job playing defense on that play and, and causing him. Uh, to drop that, but yeah, especially with the game on the line, he's he's your guy, right? Marlon's Marlon's your guy. You you'd like to see him kind of in the game right there, but I, I still thought that was a, a a good play by Demarcus Robinson. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I yesterday doesn't make me look at this defense any differently, to be honest with you. I, I kind of when you get into December and you get into that time of the year that we're in now, where nobody wants to lose and you're facing a team that's coming in on a three game win streak, that's fighting for their playoff hopes. You're it's, it's just not going to always be pretty. You know, it, this is an offensive league. First of all, they're lucky to get through the 12 games the way that they have with the defense being as dominant as it is. That's just not the way that the NFL wants the league to go. So eventually you'd have to imagine that they're going to meet their match. And they did yesterday, and I don't think that'll be the last time this year going forward with the rest of the season. The good thing for them, and especially when you look at this Ravens offense, I know a lot of people have their issues with the way the offense looks at times, myself included, but I had to remind myself watching that Dallas game last night, there's only really three offenses in the NFL this year that I can name that are honestly smooth for pretty much the entire game. And that's Dallas, that's Miami, and that's San Francisco. Everybody else's offense looks pretty much ugly half the time. So I just think that the Ravens are kind of right where they need to be in the grand landscape of the league. Cordell Woodland shaking it up. Sports, he's our Orioles, Ravens, and Terps reporter. Cordell, real quick, uh, before we let you roll, it's off to Jacksonville Sunday night. Your concern, and 
all games should be concerning, especially at this point in the season, because Jacksonville's got a lot of playoff hopes themselves. But your concern level for this game is what? Ravens historically have struggled down there. Yeah, I mean, they struggled last year, gave up the game uh, in Jacksonville, allowing the Jags to come back and beat them. Um, I I really don't have any major concerns about this game. Look, you, you're ex- I'm expecting the defense to come out come out there upset, yeah. <laughs> upset. I mean, Better. I I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of those types of things like what we saw against the Chargers, where the defense is just out there looking to hit anybody that touches the ball. Um, I, at least you're hoping. Um, the Jags struggled, like you said, against the Browns yesterday. Uh, Trevor Lawrence what threw three picks, two or three picks in that game. Um, I just don't think they're going to be the same type of team without Christian Kirk. I think he, he means a lot to that passing offense. Um, I'm, I'm still expecting the Ravens to win, but look, I'm not thinking that they're going to go out there and just stomp the Jags. That defense hasn't played well uh, over the last couple of weeks, so I'll be curious to see what the offense looks like against them. But we could be looking at another shootout, for all I know, on, on Sunday Night Football. So we'll see. But again, this is the time of year where teams are going to have to find ways to win games uh, outside of the norm. The Ravens have relied on their defense to carry them through the first 12 games. These next, you know, the last five games, it may not be that way for them. They're going to have to continue to find new ways to win. Cordell Woodland, always appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Have fun with John Harbaugh later today. Thanks, guys. All right, Cordell. Cordell Woodland's video at Haiti, 105.7. The Fed will come back. We're going to go around the uh, world of sports with the whip around. Tons going on over the weekend. We'll get into as much of it as we possibly can. And then Vinny's keys. We'll look back at those at 1130. Ravens won. That usually means they hit their keys, but not necessarily. You'll find out in a few. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You. Biddy and Hades with 
Brought to you by Fox Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 105.7 The Fan. Biddy and Hattie, 1057 The Fan. Time for the whip around here on this Victory Monday. Bob Hattie, Biddy Serrato. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. WGK Law Hotline. Making us fun and excited and talking about the Ravens at 10-3. and 3. Got two Monday night football games coming up. Nolan, I uh, plead ignorance here. Which one's on the fan? Which one's on our sister station? We got Miami, Tennessee on the fan. Other game on the bet. So you got two Monday night football games. Green Bay and the Giants, by the way. Is the other one Miami? If they win, they'll remain their uh, number one seed. Which one are you going to watch, Bob? Uh, Where you have two TVs? Uh, two TVs working because there's no, you know, unless I have a financial stake and the Wizards getting their pants pulled down again, which I might. There's no college basketball of the top twenty-five variety, so I think I might have two TVs going until the Sandman pays a visit, but we got Tennessee, Miami, Dolphins minus 14, and then Green Bay at the Giants, Pack minus 6, both on our uh, our networks here, the fan, and then uh, BetQL, th- AM 1300, so we got that going on, Heisman Trophy, it was uh, handed to, and deservedly so, in my opinion, Jaden Daniels, now LSU didn't make the playoffs, but neither did uh, Oregon, neither did Ohio State. I was surprised Penix actually finished second because I voted Bo Nix second in my uh, ballot. Yeah. There. Well, they were they were saying Bob, you know, like making a case for Daniels, like Lamar, and they were mentioning like all the quarterbacks that weren't like in the championship run that won the Heisman. Right. And look, he had a phenomenal season. He's had a monster go in his two years of Baton yeah. Rouge this year, especially. And Chuck Sabienza was saying. Well, I don't think the conference championship games should count for the Heisman voting. It does. And if Bo Nix, and he didn't play poorly in that game, they lost good. to Washington. Yeah. But if they win, they're in the playoffs, probably. And then he's probably winning the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. But yeah. so that's what happens. It's a what have you done for me lately? Bob, talk, talk the story. I like the story about uh, what your buddy said. Todd Helmick. Yes. National Champs.net. That was good. Known Todd forever. I mean, he's a good friend of mine, as a matter of fact. And uh, he went to Florida State. Now he went to Star. Right. Matter of fact, I don't even think he's suited up for most games. But if you look at the 1987 Florida State roster, he's on it when Deion Sanders was there. Bobby Bowden, of course, was his coach. So obviously, he's got some seminal blood in him. From Cumberland, Maryland. Mm-hmm. He's buddies with Ty Johnson, was friends with Mark Mangus, the late, great Maryland quarterback who passed away not too long ago. But Todd texts me, Heisman voter. Matter of fact, I got my vote through Todd, who got it through Paul Feinbaum. Okay. I mean, I've been voting since, ni- since 2008, I believe. Whatever. I don't even know what this year is, to be totally honest with you. But Todd's like, I'm going to vote for Jordan Travis. Because I've just spent the last 24 hours listening to people tell me that his injury cost Florida State a chance in the playoffs. So if he's that significant, then he must be the Heisman Trophy winner. Jordan Travis, by the way, did get eight first place votes. Did he really? And I'm guessing that Todd Helmick's was one of them. But congratulations to you, Jaden Daniels. Bowl season, by the way, starts on Saturday. So Maryland play December 30th against Auburn in the Music City Bowl. Baseball, if you missed it, I'm sure you haven't. Shohei Atani, 10 years, $700 million with the Dodgers. Highest contract by far, by over $250 million in American sports history. Well, Bob, I mean, 
prior to uh, during the season. That's all the talk. Well, how high is it going to get? It was more like four or five hundred mil, but seven's like yo. Well, Toronto must have been throwing a lot of dollars there, Bob. And he had always been because I can't remember, and I apologize when the Orioles played the Dodgers. We had a Dodger beat writer on said if the DH was a National League thing when he signed with the Angels, he would have signed with L.A. Dodgers first because he went to L.A. because he wanted to be a two-way player, but now you kind of can't do that thing because of his arm, but he could DH, and now he's going to, I guess, primarily DH for L.A., the Dodger, but $700 million, it's insane, and I don't see, pick a player, any player in baseball, nobody's getting that contract ever. No, seven. Not during our. I don't think in the next five to ten years, anyway. There's nobody that has done or or is doing what he does. Babe Ruth stuff. Yeah. Except for win World Series championships, like Babe Ruth did all the time. But I, maybe it's just me. We like. Hey, Lamar's only one in three in the playoffs. He gets judged. Joey Tonic's never even been in a playoff game. You know who he's For all like? his brilliant. Mike Trout played in one series, and they got swept in three games by the Royal. You know who he's a lot like, Bob? Connor McDavid. Same thing. He wins He wins MVPs every year, wins scoring title every year, and they never win in the playoffs. But at least they get Not often. to the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Shoya Tati, congratulations to you. And uh, good job there getting all that cake. And good luck taking on the National League West. Whip around video at 8105 the fan NHL. Speaking of hockey, Caps. Hey, talk about a team that's on a run. Taking on Chicago, the Blackhawks last night. Once again, red, white, and blue coming in flying colors. Obey Cubell feeds it to the slot. Dowd settles. Fire score. Insurance for Washington. Joe Beninati with the calls. The Caps beat the Blackhawks, Vinny, 4-2. to two, And that's following up a 4-0 shutout against yeah. the Rangers over the weekend. And, Bob, they're a point out of second place right now. You know what I have a hard time now with the Caps is, you know, like when I was at the Redskins, Ovi and, and Backstrom, they all came in at, you know, like when I was in Washington. So kind of grew up with all those guys and, you know, their Stanley Cup champ. Now they got a lot of dudes, Bob, that I don't know on the team anymore, and it's not as fun to watch just because I don't know who they are. But they're playing well. Yeah, 14-8-3. They host the Flyers coming up on the 14th, which I guess is Thursday night. Boxing, as we alluded to earlier, WBC Junior Welterweight Championship bout in San Francisco. Devin Haney. Remains undefeated with a shutout unanimous decision win over Regis Prograde. Dropped Prograde in the third round and dominated him throughout. 120-107 across the board with the score totals. One of the occasions where even crappy boxing judges can't screw that one up. So congratulations to you, Devin Haney. Now a two-division champion. This day in sports history, today is December the 11th. Speaking of boxing, 1981. Muhammad Ali lost to Trevor Burbick. Unanimous decision in the Bahamas. That would be Muhammad Ali's last fight as Trevor Burbick, who would go on to win the heavyweight title eventually. He's the guy Mike Tyson actually knocked out to win his belt. But Ali, last fight 42 years ago in the Bahamas against old Trevor Burbick. A guy that Ali would have dominated in his he wouldn't even it was just he was 39 i guess already the parkinson's uh syndrome 
had already started to take effect, but it's been a long time ago. Maryland Hoops, 1982. A Cole Terps beat Duquesne, 85-64. Jeff Back and Ben Coleman both had 17. Adrian Branch pumped in 15 for the win there. Ravens, 2011. At M&T Bank Stadium, Joe Flacco threw two, uh, throws two touchdown passes, one to Torrey Smith, one to Dennis Pitta. Ray Rice rushed for its touchdown. Terrell Suggs had three sacks as the Ravens beat the Colts 24-10. That was the Colts flatlining, which led them to getting Andrew Luck in the Man. next year's draft. Because that was minus Peyton Manning. So the Ravens on their way to the AFC Championship game beat Indy last year. Year ago today in Pittsburgh, Justin Tucker kicked three field goals. J.K. Dobbins had a four-year touchdown. Ravens picked off Mitch Trubisky three times as they beat the Steelers 16-14 in Pittsburgh. That was a year ago today. Ravens win yesterday, 37-31 over the Rams. When we come back, Vinny's keys the victory. Breaks them out on Friday with the Ravens win. We're assuming they got at least a couple of them. We'll get into it more detailed. Of course, got a funhouse trip. Nolan McGraw around 11.45. And that news from that is coming up at noon. Going to hear from Tylen Wallace, John Harbaugh, and uh, Lamar Jackson, among others. Ravens 10-3 on the year. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Vinny and Haney's keys to the game. We're doing a hell of a job. We're resilient, we're moving on, and we're playing our ass off. Five seven, the fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7, five seven, the fan. Let's go, baby. Time for keys. Vinny's keys to victory. Ravens win yesterday, 37-31 over the Rams. Vinny does his keys on Friday. Vinny, what are those keys? Well, the number one was handle the weather. Yeah, and the weather. I mean, it rained, but the wind never became the issue. That was that was the thing. 
And way more high scoring than we anticipated. Oh, I said 23-13 was my score. I was way off. And a lot of people, well, the betters were, you know, the 39 and a half. Yeah, they were off. So, well, the, the thing I sent to Bob on Saturday with the weather, it was supposed to be gusts up to 30 and 1.6 inches of rain or 1.9 inches of rain. And I don't think uh, we ever got that. So uh, they handled the weather well. And did you know, did you think that Lamar was having problems with a wet ball? I didn't think. And Stafford definitely didn't. No, and I mean, the fumble on the bad snap, that's not really a weather thing. That was a, a decision thing. That was mm-hmm. a mental thing. I don't think it impacted the interception, no. Lamar's. So, yeah, no weather impact. And then the second one was controlled. Aaron Donald in the run and pass. I think they did that. And I think Lamar helped a lot with that. If he was a normal quarterback, he'd have been sacked a couple times. You know, when they grabbed his jersey, when he had his jersey. I I didn't realize he had never sacked um, Lamar in his life. Right. And he's never going to get a chance uh, again. pissed, too. The one where he had the hand on him was spinning around. Dropped the ball, yeah. And he kind of shoved him afterwards. But in all fairness, it's not like the Ravens play the Rams every year either. Well, they played him last year. But in no. 2019, they I played him two three, years ago. three times yeah. overall. Yeah. Right. And so, the one in Baltimore last time, I don't think Lamar even played in that game, did No, he? that was uh, Huntley. Yeah. But I, I thought Donald kind of showed him. He, you noticed him. Uh, number three. This was the biggest one. This was one I harped on all week. Receivers got to get open. Lamar's going to have time to throw. And I, you, I, I'd say... Yeah, they got open, but a lot of times Lamar was scrambling and trying to find open receivers. Well, he got two touchdowns off of the blown coverage. Yeah, hey, no, wide open. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But that was that was a big thing because their their corners would well, they all did. They jumped things. Now you know what I, I was kind of thinking is is like Lamar ran that slant. They know or Odell. They know Odell. Maybe they didn't think. Because they practiced with him every day. Maybe they weren't that afraid of his speed or whatever because that Fuller jumped that thing in a heartbeat, that slant route. The next one was no explosive plays by the Rams, 20-plus yards. Make them drive the ball. Yeah, they uh, they were hitting some. And the P.I.'s were explosive plays for them, too. They had four plays over 20 yards. Pick a guy, too. I mean, Cup had his. Nakua had his. My guy, Robinson, had some. Third string tight end. Yep. And Nakua may have another one if he didn't drop that ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, the camera did a nice job of it showing his eyes. The the next one is Pressure Stafford. He he has nine interceptions. Neither old tackle is strong. And Haverstein went out, what, the first series? Got him a couple times, but I, I not thought enough. that was yeah. more about the Ravens. I, I don't know. Maybe they weren't getting great footing, but I didn't think they played fast. Ravens had ten quarterback hits, but it didn't seem as though he was he wasn't that rattled. distressed. Yeah, no, no. I, I thought that Clowney that was his worst game. Because to me, did you notice twenty four much in that one? No, nah, I didn't. He wasn't in the backfield like he normally is. Yeah, and then uh, limit the rush yards. For the Rams to under 60 yards. Hold on one second. Protect the edges and bootlegs. Yes. And uh, the wide zone jet sweep, which uh, Nakua had one right, of those, yeah, right? Yeah, one of those big ones. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we did. The edges, they, they love to run the edges. 
And then the last one, Ravens rush for over 150 yards. Close. About well, 39. Yeah. When you only when you don't run it that many. 26 carries as opposed to 43 pass attempts. Lamar was the leading rusher for the Ravens with 11. No Gus Bus. Not a lot of Gus Bus yesterday. Only six carries for game. 15 yards. Yeah. It was the second half was more of a Justice Hill game because it was about pass protection. That's my opinion. Because Bob, I got a couple clips of uh, Keaton Mitchell trying to pass block. Ugly. Yeah, and that kind of a an issue for him right now. Well, he's just not big enough. That that's the thing. But I thought Lamar. You know, I mean, Lamar stats and all. But Lamar did what he had to do to win that game. I thought it was an an MVP performance because. He took him down the last two minutes of the first half and last two minutes of the game to get him ahead. Yep. And those are things that he gets criticized for. You know, whether it's fair or unfair, that's up for your your personal preference, I guess. But numbers weren't sterling in regards to quarterback rating and such. But still, he accounted for almost 400 (laughs) yards of total offense yesterday and three touchdowns. I thought it was – and the thing about it was he made play – and, Bob, the other thing I noticed was – when he ran it, he knew this was in a big, big game, an important game. Did you ever see him like go to the ground? He was, he was running to get yards. He wasn't uh, okay. I'll just take the eight and I'm going down. No, if he was going to get hit, I get hit. Speedy and Haney, one hundred five seven. The fans. So the keys, they had a few of them as they get that victory, thirty-seven thirty-one in overtime. Ravens now ten and three on the year. Off to Jacksonville early line is Baltimore minus three and a half. When we come back, funhouse trip with Nolan McGraw. News of the Nets coming up top of the hour. Got buyers sell. Let's count that Monday money. And then Chris Boombaka returns to the program. Covers the NFL for the USA Today. Dallas sending a message at Philly. Well, in Dallas against Philly and Buffalo got a much needed win. Now without some. Con- after the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Benny and Haney, put your headphones in and ignore your co-workers. 105.7 The Fan. Benny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Ronnie James made his debut for USC last night. Trojans lose to Long Beach State. Actually, blow a 15-point lead in said game. Ronnie James, cardiac arrest five months ago or so. Was cleared to play. Andy Enfield went to Johns Hopkins, inserted him into the lineup. Didn't start. Did start the overtime period. Four points, three assists, couple blocks, mm-hmm. couple boards. So it, the fact that he's even playing, I believe, is the the story here. Losing at home to Long Beach State for a team that fancies they were ranked at one point. Now five and four, but the fact that he was on the floor 
is good news. Of course, LeBron was there, as you would expect, but Bronny James playing ball last night, which is good news. I mean, Bob, that would be, like, mentally for me, like, when I came back from surgery on my knee, mentally it was tough. But, I mean, can you imagine for your heart that you, you know, you laid there? Even, like, Hamler, you know, the same type thing, going out there and play again. I'd be just, like, my mind would be wandering. Yeah. That would be a tough deal. But I guess you can't, you know, I can't speak for Bronny James. But. You can't have it in the back of your mind or you're never going to play the way that you're capable of playing. Right. I mean, basketball, you're running, jumping, and it's an exertion sport. I mean, we can remember Hank Gathers, sadly Reggie Lewis from Baltimore when he was in Boston, you know, dying because of heart-related issues. But the fact that he's out there, technology, I mean, Hank Gathers died in 1990, Reggie in 93. So advancements in cardiovascular care, I'm sure, are way more advanced at this time. Yeah, but just like run, like when you start running, you know, just running down the court, like if you felt like you felt that day when, it, you know, I mean, it would just be, that would be a tough one. Yeah, and I'm assuming when it happened in the first place, the last thing he was expecting at right. 18, 19 years no old. Doubt. To have a cardio event. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. But the good news is he's back, and we hope the best for Bronny James. Let's bring Nolan McGraw in. Quick draw. How are you feeling today? Doing good. Everyone talking Ravens, of course. <laughs> Thrilling victory. But I still can't get over this Chiefs-Bills. The ending, the offsides call on Tony on what would have been one of the craziest plays uh, we've seen all year. But Mahomes afterwards, I mean, kind of making a fool of himself. You know, yelling at his own sideline, yelling at the refs, throwing his helmet. He's going to shake Josh Allen's hand, the hey, yeah. good game, and he's still complaining about it. Still, oh, and by a- the way, who's the last guy that wants to hear somebody whining about losing a heartbreaking game? It's yeah. Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. If you looked at our schedule the last few weeks, it would have been my response. We'd be getting hosed by the officials three weeks running here. Against, I, I, so how about a, just against the Chiefs, the playoff game yeah. years ago? Yeah. I think he's frustrated. I think it finally caught up all those drop passes he's had, all those missed opportunities the Chiefs had. They're struggling on offense. They finally make a great play to win a game at the end. and then it, Because, I mean, what you got to say is, was he or wasn't he? Well, he was. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I mean, it was it obvious. Was debatable. And no. John Perry was on Scott Van Pelt ESPN last night. Well, I see the replay in the morning. And he said, you know, we kind of, you look over and they'll let you know, like back up or they'll give you a heads up whether you're good or bad. Apparently, uh, Tony didn't look. and They're not going to break out a bullhorn and go, hey, dude, you're off sides. Well, the other- it's going to be still up to you to figure out yeah. where you are on the field. The other thing is, like, as a receiver, if you're the wide guy, the wide guy always asks the official, you know, am I okay? And and what he'll do is he'll acknowledge, yeah, you're good, because he'll have his foot where the ball is. And, you, and, like, you run out there and you say, am I good? Because I always felt like I'd run out there and he'd say, I'm good. He's not calling a flag on me then. Now, if you're the outside guy, you're looking in. You got to tell, the outside guy's got to tell Tony, hey, back up, idiot. That's who, you know, all right, Tony, he's looking down at the ball. He's, I mean, how do you look down at the ball and the ball's behind you? I mean, come on. But the outside guy's got to say, get back. You're being honest, and we should be fair here. 
Mahomes doesn't have his usual weapons this year. This is probably the worst cast he's ever had around him. And Tony was supposed to be one of those guys, highly regarded coming out of college, was a bust with the Giants, and who's the the hasn't one really kid? done him any favors this year in Kansas City. The the was it Rice? Who's the the Rasheed Rice? Rasheed Rasheed Rice. Rice. He, he's kind of coming on. But Kelsey, Sky Moore, Kelsey mm-hmm. looks a little older to me, Bob. He was lumbering on the play. Yeah, the last play that was ill fated because of the penalty. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't look like the spry uh, burst and go Does, Travis Kelsey. That maybe was, that's why he threw it. <laughs> he said, like, I, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> well, it doesn't Norm doesn't like sex weaken the legs a little bit. Yeah, I don't care what he does with Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's Vidian 8105. If he does anything at all, we don't know. It's Vidian 8105. The fan news from the Nets coming up top of the hour. Let's go to that fun house. Quick draws, fun house. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Well, as you would guess, a couple here on Harbaugh's uh, (laughs) challenge flag. First texter here saying... Uh, why didn't the ref just shut it down? Why did he even announce that the Ravens were challenging? Uh, it almost seems like the ref himself was confused about what was going on. Uh, you know, that obviously not being in the rule book. I'm guessing, Norm, that he didn't. And they called from the upstairs and said, hey, you can't do that. Because who was it McCauley or whoever they had come on? Mm-hmm. He came on right away and said, I, I don't know what they're doing. You know, he's going to get charged a timeout. He can't do that. I yeah. guess you you see the red flag, you blow the whistle, you're just that all right, thing came yeah. humming out there yeah. too. And he was kind of grandstanding when he threw the flag in the first place. The two Joe Davis and Moose uh, Johnston immediately said, "You can't do that." So they knew right out of the gate. Uh, another one here, uh, Texter says, uh, "My understanding on that situation is that a regular timeout there would have been only thirty seconds." By throwing the challenge flag, Harbaugh bought his defense a little extra time going into what was a very necessary two-point stop. Mm, sounds good. You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> but what about if you needed that timeout because you're now trailing in the game in the closing minutes? And I'm not buying that one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm with you. I think Harb's effed it up. You know, and he's just covering it up. And he, and he, and he even said it himself. Yeah. 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 I, I would like to, like, I bet you if we were having beers with Harbs last night after the game and they had won, yeah, I screwed that one up, didn't I? You know? Well, Harbaugh would never be at the end of the bar with us fans. We He made that pretty clear last year. All right. Uh, how about this one? We'll close with he this. He doesn't know what he's missing. Let's just put it that way. Texter says, I uh, went to the game yesterday, just like I said last week. A buy can have its pros and cons. The Ravens appeared to be one step slower than the Rams, mm-hmm. especially the corners. D-line couldn't stop the run at all. Uh, center snapping the ball errantly can't happen in a home game. All of that just ridiculous. I I, I agree about the step slow. I thought they did look a step slow. And mentally, I th- thought they were a step behind. I thought they looked confused. The Rams were playing fast, and they, they looked like... Um, they were the better coach team at that time. 
video. Hey, 1057, the fan. If you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Ravens did win, and that's kind of the point here, 37-31. Much more difficult than maybe a lot of people thought it would be. Certainly more high scoring than the odds makers thought it was going to be. But now 10-3 and on the year. Off to Jacksonville, taking on the Jags. Miami plays tonight. Dolphins win against Tennessee, and they're 14-point favorites to do so. They'll assume or resume the top spot in the uh, AFC. Remember, the Ravens and Dolphins play in a couple of weeks here in Baltimore, so that one might have the number one seed on the line. But if you want to get in, criticize, praise, feel free to do so at 410-583-1057. Buy or sell. Got that money, hopefully, at 12-15. Chris Boombaca, USA Today. We'll talk about the NFL as Week 14 wraps up tonight. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.